Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Now, in Tuanua burst onto the scene 40 years ago, they'd some absolutely rocking songs like All I Wanted and The Innocent and The Honest Ones and Seven Into the Sea. They split up for a while, but they're back together and they're gigging all over the country. I'm delighted to welcome into a new to studio today. Morning to you all. Good morning, Good morning Miriam. Morning, Miriam. Delighted you're here. We don't have quite the full crew here, but we do have your wonderful self, Leslie Dowdle, on vocals, Paul Byrne on drums, Jack Dublin on bass, and we also have Fran Harper on electric guitar and Sarge on keys. Great to see you all. We're going to chat in a few moments, but first, you're going to sing for us, and this is Don't Fear Me Now. Love that song. Come back over here to me now. Paul, go back in time. Tell me how the band was first formed. Uh, was first formed? Well, there was a, a, quite a community of musicians in Hoth. Jack and I were in a <laughs> band called Deaf Actor. And towards the end of that, we'd started, uh, we'd brought in a few extra musicians. We had Dara Tannum on clarinet and we had Steve Wickham on violin. That band broke up at the same time as another band was forming, which was Ivan O'Shea and Martin Clancy who had a band with uh, a, a, an opera singer called Miriam Blenner has it, and they were sort uh-huh. of breaking up. So the, the two bands were breaking up and a new thing formed out of it. Uh, Ivan was a sound engineer in Eamon Andrews Studios doing demos, and he had done demos for a band called The Assembly, who had this fabulous singer called Leslie Dowdall. And Leslie also, <laughs> at one point, was going out with a singer from the early version of Deaf Actor, so we all knew Leslie. So it was just this whole melting pot of music going on in Hoth, you know? You were very successful. You had some amazing singles and albums. I know you played support bands like U2 and Simple Minds. But is there a little bit of you that thinks you could have been bigger as a band you looked like you were going to make it huge in the US at one stage yep it was heading in the right direction absolutely we had just done what did we do four college tours of America you know there's a thing in America called the college charts and they say if you you get if you stay in the college charts for long enough you're ready to for crossover radio so our second album The Long Acre had been 20 weeks in the top 20 of the college charts so that's when they brought us to LA to do our third album with a big LA producer and everything looked like it was going flying. And in the recording, they said, well, we think we've got four or five singles out of this. And then we finished the album and the band broke up. <laughs> so the album never came out. Good old rock and roll stories. And yeah. also maybe, Jack, is it, you know, the record industry back then, I seem it was hard to navigate. You were writing great songs, but they also, did they just want singles and covers and was that tricky as well? Well, it is because you're dictated to by the record company a lot of the time, which now doesn't happen uh, quite as much because artists are in control of their own careers now. But back then there was a lot of red tape to go through and there was always restrictions, you know, so it was a difficult, a bit of a minefield. Plus it's a seven-piece band, which is a lot of people to <laughs> manage. Yeah. 
But look, the great thing is you're back together again and bands never dwell too long in their splits. You did split, I think, in 89. Mm. You sorted it all out, I think, over a pint or two mm-hmm. and you're back on the road. That must be a great feeling. Now, it's wonderful. Feeling. It's great. I mean, I can't believe we're... It's 40 years later and we're still playing music and still enjoying it, like really enjoying it. still having a few points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the response been, Jack, from fans of the band to you being back on the road? Really, really, really good. It's lovely to see people coming up after the gigs and saying, we saw you here, we saw you there, and do you remember this? And these memories for us start to come back. So they're actually reigniting a lot of memories that we had forgotten about, you know, in the the haze of all of that. We did the the Lionel Richie gig in St. Anne's Park. And being a Northside band, you know, it was like a hometown gig. But it was very, the reaction we got was very reminiscent to when we used to support U2. Well, we supported U2 in Croke Park. We supported Simple Minds in Croke Park. And we always got a great reaction, I think, because we were a Northside band playing in Croke Park. (laughs) And playing in St. Anne's was was a similar thing. And we just, they they, they were all singing Somebody to Love. And it was was just great. And so, right and are your fans, Leslie, apart from all the people who were in love with you, are like, are they just older and wiser now? Older or? and wiser, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're still in love with her. Yeah, I'm not surprised <laughs> to see so. that. Can I tell you a little antidote? I had a surgery there during the pandemic. <laughs> yes. And oh, when they funny. found out that I played in and to Anua, the anaesthetist <laughs> <laughs> was a huge fan and was madly in love with Leslie. Right. Seemingly that's what they talked about throughout the whole search. Didn't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Dowdo. Um, is it as enjoyable or is it almost more enjoyable than the heyday? What do you think, Leslie? I think it's more enjoyable now. I mean, I think it's both because it was very exciting when we were young and, you know, growing up, it was really exciting and we got to travel the world and play with some pretty amazing people so I think now that we're older I think it's a bit like you don't have anything to prove Mm. just enjoy the music and Jack of course this Thursday we lost the incredible Shane McGowan and I know some of the band here would have played with Shane's band including you Jack and Sarge how would you like to remember Shane this morning I have great fond memories of working with Shane he he was a very chaotic man very funny, very intelligent. And he was good fun. He actually was really good fun. But you could sit down and you could talk to him about so many things. He was a font of knowledge. So, yeah, he's going to be extremely missed. And we share the same favourite song of his. We do. Rainy Night in Soho. Yeah, such a beautiful song. His lyrics are magnificent, Yeah. yeah. We were in the rehearsal room one night. We were rehearsing out in Hoth at the time. Uh, for the Shane gang, that was the band that Shane had formed at the time. And we're just sitting down chatting in the rehearsal room and I said to him, that is my all-time favourite song. And it was lovely, his reaction back, he was just so humbled, you know. It was lovely to, to, lovely little moment with him. But yeah, it's just a superb song, it's amazing. And Paul, you were talking about the lyrics of another song before we came on air of his. I was, A Pair of Brown Eyes was a song that... I, I I was sort of singing along to it for years, thinking it was a love song. And one day I sat down and read the lyrics. And I went, "My God, this is this is so much more. You know, it's mm. it's not a love song at all. Really, it's it's uh, yeah. it's about war and all sorts of of sad things. But it's uh, it's a very uplifting song when you just sort of listen to the chorus, I suppose. But uh, there's a lot going on. He was he was such a, an amazing poet. And of course, we have the fairy tale of New York. I think it's yeah. the most iconic Christmas song in the world. It's just a ma- magnificent song. Probably going to go to number one now. Yes. Mm. So, Paul, is there a plan for how much you're going to be playing and touring now into a new... Are you getting invites to festivals for next summer? Do you want to be on the road a lot or just a little? What would you like? Uh, 
I mean, I, I think we'd all love to give up our day jobs and go full time at it. <laughs> uh, but it's it's little by little. I mean, we've I think we've achieved a lot this year. Yeah. Maybe because it was the 40th anniversary, the people were replying to my emails. Yeah. We just landed a lot of big shows this year. Well, you're super talented and you deserve great response. You're going to sing for us again. And I'm going to mention a few upcoming gigs you have. You're in Sea Church in Ballycotton on the 10th of December. You're in Munro's in Galway on the 29th. And of course, if listeners want more information, it's all on your website in tuanua.com. You're going to sing for us now that really beautiful song. This is wonderful thing. Thanks so much for being my guest this morning. Thank you, Miriam. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Miriam. Thank Mind you. yourselves. Thank you. You are you are my wonderful thing. You are my you are Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1.